Hello, and welcome back to It Gets Better. I'm your host, Lindsay Atkinson, and today's podcast is going to be all about how to become delusional. So I discovered this audio on TikTok that you might have also heard from a creator, Kara Lewis75, on TikTok, and it went really viral. It has 1.7 million views, and I think that's the second time she's posted it, so it probably has more overall, and it's been stitched and reshared a million times. In the TikTok, she basically says to be delusional and to stop listening to everyone who's always saying be realistic. And I decided to duet the video and share my story that you might have already heard depending on if you're finding me now if you followed me for a while depending on that of how i won seventy thousand dollars in a free apartment for an entire year um and the video gained a lot of track uh, traction and people were asking me all about like my version of being delusional and i was like this has to be a podcast episode so a little bit of a story time of how i won this big contest i was i grew up in a small town there wasn't a ton of opportunity there i grew up with my mother who was an addict, who passed away last year. My home life, um, it I would say it was tumultuous. There was often verbal abuse, mental abuse, neglect, physical abuse. Um, my childhood wasn't great. My teenage years were not great. I struggled a lot. I became someone that messed around with drugs, a lot of alcohol. I stole, I was on probation at times. I was getting in a lot of trouble and not going down a great path. And I was very pessimistic and often looked at my life as, well, all of this stuff happened to me. So this must be what is meant for me. This must mean like nothing good can ever happen to me. And that is kind of how I viewed life. I really viewed life from a negative lens and I can understand why. I can understand why so many people view life from a negative lens because life can be really hard. I try to never judge someone when I now come across someone that's extremely negative or pessimistic. Instead, I just remember like being in that place and what it takes for you to feel like that. Like most likely if you are in a negative headspace, you've gone through something. Eventually you do have to realize that we don't have control over everything in life. We don't. I'm never going to be the person. I love the law of attraction. I love manifestation, which is what we're getting into a lot in a, in a way today. But I've never been someone who believes that you can control everything in your life. If you could, there would have been a lot of things I would have obviously changed in my life. But I do believe we do have some control over where we go and what we do with what we are dealt with. Hopefully that made sense. I kind of came out in a jumble. Like I couldn't control who my mom was. I couldn't control growing up in a family without a lot of income, but I was able to control the narrative and the lens from which I viewed the rest of my life and how I showed up for myself moving forward to change my life. So I was living in this space where I was very negative. I was probably one of the most pessimistic people that most people knew, and I didn't have a lot of friends anymore. People just kind of didn't want to be around me. They were cutting me off. I was very toxic. I was mean. I was spiteful. I was jealous. All of the things. And eventually, it just kind of had to hit me that it was it was me that people didn't want to be around. You know, people did not want to be around me because I was so negative. And I started doing a lot of like self-development work. I was really, really grateful. There was a boyfriend I dated a while back. Um, him and his family were extremely positive influences on me because they were very positive. It's one of those things I saw a quote on TikTok, I think a few weeks ago. It's, it was from like a famous author. It was something like, if you are born into a burning house, you often view the, you often think that the entire world is on fire even though it's not. 
Like you have to see a house that's not on fire and that the rest of the world is not on fire if you grew up in a house that was on fire. Does that, hopefully that <laughs> metaphor made sense, but it's saying that if you grow up in a house with nothing but negative mindsets and bad stuff, you might think that the entire world is like that. And for a long time, my mom was extremely negative. She always was worst case scenario with everything. And I adopted that mindset. And I thought that everyone was kind of like that, that everyone was going through the things that I was going through. So when I met this boyfriend and his family and they were so positive and had like a nice outlook on like life, even though they also had hard times. Like um, the ex-boyfriend, ex-ex-ex, a long time ago, ex-boyfriend's mom, she also did not come from an easy past or an easy childhood, but she had a different outlook on how she can, could, could control what she could control. And she was like, you know, I'm not going to let the things I can control to slip by me. I'm going to take charge on these, these things. And it was really motivating for me. So I started looking life, looking at life a little differently. I started thinking, okay, well, why not me? Why couldn't I be someone that changes their life? Why, why couldn't I do something different? Now, I wouldn't say that when I was in this negative space and starting to change my mindset that I was like, oh, why couldn't I win the lottery or why couldn't I live in New York City at the time? But it was incremental steps. You know, it doesn't happen overnight, but I started thinking, okay, why couldn't I change my life? Why couldn't I start hanging out with nicer people? Why couldn't I just start being nicer to myself? That's a big one to start with is why can't I just start being more positive to myself. Why do I have to look at everything with such a negative mindset? Why not look on the bright side? You know, why do I feel like I have to be realistic all the time or pessimistic really? I wasn't realistic, I was pessimistic. So when I was on this self-help journey, learning all about the law of attraction and mindset, there was a contest that I discovered. So basically there was this contest for this new live work play situation where the bottom of this massive complex was an outdoor mall with you know restaurants and clothing stores and fitness centers and everything you could want at an outdoor mall Um, movie theaters did i say that and then the top of it was going to be in a luxury apartment complex and so they had this idea this is when social media was just getting started i mean maybe it wasn't just getting started but this is when i was just starting to like look into like the internet I was just starting to like you know watch more of YouTube upload on Instagram kind of thing back in 2014 2014 and they thought why not give someone an entire year for free here at it was called Avalon at this Avalon in exchange for 70 it was right around seventy thousand dollars worth of money and gift cards to be used throughout the year. So that way it was all expenses paid, but it was like gift cards to get groceries every week. There was a Whole Foods. There was gift cards to the movie theaters, all the restaurants, to the clothing stores. It was also the apartment came fully furnished from West Elm and you got to keep all of the furniture. And then you would get the entire apartment for free for an entire year. So it was a massive, massive opportunity. And in exchange, this person would document their life on social media. So basically to enter this contest, you had to campaign and show, show that you could have some sort of influence online um, on their property. Now I was not an influencer or anywhere near this, but I campaigned for myself. The amount of people back then and still now from my hometown that thought I was desperate and called me like slimy and stuff because I would literally message them on Facebook like every single day asking them to vote for me. I gave away all these free photo shoots. I did so much. To be completely honest, I was in over my head. I asked too much because I was desperate. Like when I say I was desperate, like 
I was hungry at night. I was like, this is my chance to change my life. And some people thought, oh, she's desperate. She's delusional. But in my, my mind, I was like, this is my one chance to change my life. This is my one shot. So if I seem desperate, I mean, that's fine. If I seem delusional, that's fine. And during this time, I decided to go all in with my mindset too. I would go to the property. I would literally use the gas money I did not have to drive there and look around at the apartments and tell myself, this is where I'm going to live. I'm going to live here when I win this. I remember introducing myself to the concierge people and saying, hi, my my name's Lindsay. I entered the contest. I can't wait to live here because I'm really hoping I win. And one of them I ended up becoming really good friends with. And he said when we met and I introduced myself, he was like, oh, she's going to be here. He said he could just tell from my energy that something about it that I was supposed to be there. And I really believe that I felt it because it was real. Like you have to believe in luck to find luck. I learned that from Big Magic Elizabeth Gilbert and I stand by that. If you're not going to look for a, is it a three leaf or a four leaf clover? If you're not going to look for one of those, how are you going to find it? Anyways, on Thanksgiving of 2014, they had narrowed it down to three people, brought us all up on stage, and your girl won, okay? There's a video pinned on my TikTok profile that shows the moment I that I won. I dropped to the floor and just sobbed. There's actually a video pinned to the top of my TikTok profile that shows the moment I won. I have it on Instagram too. It just might be harder to find. That shows the moment I won that I just dropped to the floor and I'm crying. I don't know if I posted the whole video on TikTok, but the guy who was hosting it literally even said, is there anything you want to say? I did not say anything when he put the mic to my face because I was just like crying. I did not know what to say because I just felt like overwhelmed that, oh my gosh, my life just changed. And I promise, I was up on that stage thinking to myself and promising to myself, do not mess this up. This is one year that can change your entire life. I could take this year, and I knew that, and by the end of it, have transformed my life to where I didn't have to move back to my hometown. Or, or I could just blow all the money, not work on myself or my career, and have to move home at the end. So I spent the entire next year hustling hustling okay when I sleep in late nowadays it is because I'm still tired um I'm just kidding but I did drive about four hours round trip during during the last semester of my photography program back and forth because it was an hour and 45 there an hour and 45 back and I had to go um to finish my school up until May of that year I worked really hard on my Instagram and my YouTube channel sharing all the things that Avalon needed me to share but also sharing other things to help my content grow and my social media grow And when I tell you I hustled on social media, this was back, I think I was posting three to four times on YouTube a week. I could not even imagine doing that now. I'm going to be honest. And every single day on Instagram, this was back before stories were a thing. Um, But by the end of the year, I had 100,000 YouTube subscribers and I had about 10,000 on Instagram. I saved up about 10 grand from that entire year. Towards the end of the year, I decided to look for jobs in other states and I ended up taking a job basically as being a social media person for another company in Ohio that gave me a reason to move. And I used that 10,000 to move to Ohio, give me some cushion and have a fresh start. But actually by the time that I had actually moved to Ohio for this job, I was able to do YouTube full time and I ended up not taking the other job and just doing social media full-time and I have never looked back and that is actually makes me tear up to think like I don't think I've ever thought about it like that like since Avalon I have never done anything but this 
that is actually wild to think I've been a con- content creator that long. And I am extremely lucky and grateful for that because I know that it's, because it's an incredible job. And I don't even know why sometimes I have somehow been, okay, I know I said to be delusional, but sometimes I don't feel worthy of the fact that I have all this and I am so grateful. Okay. And I just want everyone to know who's listening that these things are possible because if you were to see me 10 years ago, you'd be like, there's no way she's going to make it in life. And now I'm like, are you kidding me? So when I say delusional, what I do not mean is that nothing bad will ever happen to you and your life is going to be perfect and yada, yada, da And, you know, that is not what I mean. Life is still going to be life. And hard times are still going to come. I still have hard times. I still have bad days. I still hear no all the time. There are so many things that do not go my way. A lot of it that I don't share on social media. That's a reminder that social media is a highlight reel. And that even though I still try to share the real parts of my life, there are some things that happen to me that are, you know, involve other people like my family and such that I, out of respect for them, as I've gotten older, I used to share a lot about that stuff. As I've gotten older, I've realized, you know, it's other people involved. I don't share as much. So I don't want you to also think that my life is perfect because that is not what I mean. I still have a life. What I mean by delusional is that, you get back up. You keep going. You show up for yourself. You believe in yourself. When people tell you that the the contest you're going after or the job you're going after, the career field, the relationship, the friendship, the move, the mindset, whatever it is you want to do, when people tell you it's realistic, you turn around and you tell them, watch me. Watch me make it happen. You wake up every single morning and you look in the mirror and you say, why not me? If she can do it, I can do it. If he can do it, I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. That is what I mean by delusional. It is understanding that life is still going to be hard. Things will happen. You will hear no sometimes. But that doesn't mean your time won't come. I had so many comments on that Be Delusional video of people saying, oh, for everyone watching, remember that only she won the contest. Everyone else didn't win. So this is a sign to not be delusional or just, just remember this doesn't happen to everyone. I am not saying that everyone is going to win this exact contest. This contest isn't running anymore. What I'm saying though, is that I really hope that every person that did not win the contest didn't just say, oh, well, this one thing didn't work out for me. Better just throw in the towel and give up now. No, I hope they kept trying and kept showing up for themselves in every aspect of their life until they got their big break or until one day, little by little, They continued to work at it. And one day they turned around and realized their entire life had changed too. I actually decided to creep on some of the contestants the other day. And I thought it was wild that one of the girls that also won now lives in New York City as a full-time makeup artist. And I wanted to reach out, but she might not remember me. And I'm like, look at that. She didn't just give up and say, you know what? I didn't win this contest. I'm not going to go after my goals. No, she kept going. It doesn't mean just because you don't get one thing that you don't get another. All those people that didn't win had two choices at the end, just like we all have two, two choices. They could have said, you know what? I didn't win. That's it. You know, life's just, life's out to get me. Or they could say, oh, you know what? I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that girl. Or they could have been mad at the moment. That's okay. <laughs> but I'm going to try the next thing. I'm going to keep going. So here is how to kind of be more delusional into your, in your life. Okay. One, with your dreams. I want you to think of all of the dreams that you have. Do you think 
that anyone else could handle that dream, that specific dream that you have? No, it was given to you for a reason. No one else would do it like you, like you. You are unique. You have your own dreams that were literally planted in your mind for a reason because only you can do it like you. So when people tell you to be realistic, I want you to remind yourself you don't need to be realistic. What even is realistic? Are they actually saying, are they maybe just projecting that they didn't go after their dreams in life so they want you to take that same course because it makes them feel better about themselves? Mm, Yep, you see that? Is it maybe that people are jealous of how vibrant and wonderful you are and that you have realized your dreams and they just haven't realized theirs yet? Maybe, and that's okay. You going after your dreams also is inspirational to those people. It may hurt them at first. It may cause them a little bit of rejection, but eventually they might be like, why am I so jealous that she's going after her goals? Oh, because my intuition hopes that I will realize this is a sign that I should go after mine too. Because there are so many opportunities out there, so many opportunities, and we are living through the lens that we create. If you tell yourself all the time, that life sucks and that there's nothing going on in the world, that is what your brain is going to see. It's called subconscious bias, okay? I'm not an expert, so you can Google it if you want, but basically it's like your brain wants to match the reality. It wants to match the reality that you think is out there. It looks for that reality. It wants you to be right. So when you start telling yourself and believing and surrounding yourself with proof that there's other stuff out there, your brain looks for more of that. If you act really negative, think about it. Have you ever bought a new car and then all of a sudden you notice that car is everywhere? It isn't that all of a sudden that that your new Honda is out there on the road more than it was before. It's just that your brain is starting to notice those Hondas because you now have one. So start noticing the things now that you want for your life in a positive way. Don't see it and be jealous. I used to see so much as a sign of what I wanted my future to be like YouTubers and content creators and feel so much spite for them when really... I should have just been excited that there are opportunities like that out in the world and taking it as a sign to go after what I wanted to go after. And when it comes to stepping into the vibration of who you want to become, I want you to start being very intentional with your habits, your actions, your words, because it's not just one big, one massive action that changes your life. A lot of the times it's your everyday little moments. And then one day you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, So much has happened and I don't even realize it. It's the daily little steps. So start thinking what habits, mindsets, actions, people you're around, etc. can I do now that slowly help me get towards my goals? And when it comes to changing your subconscious bias, the way you talk to yourself matters. I want you to start waking up every morning. I mean this. And I want you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, why not me? Because sometimes our, our minds are really the biggest thing holding us back. At least it, it's one of the things for me. My mind used to be so negative and think, that will never be me. She's so lucky. I'm never going to have that. Start asking yourself better questions. Because your brain knows the answer. Start asking yourself, what's the best possibility for today? What's the best outcome for today? What are some things I can do to make myself feel proud today? What are some steps I can take to work towards my dreams today? Ask yourself better questions if you want better answers. Your intuition is there. It's just waiting for you to ask, them, ask questions. 
Because the negative mindset you have, that's not your intuition. That's your anxiety. That's your fear. That is everyone else's opinions of you. That is your ego. Those are normal things we all have. You have to start talking to your intuition, your higher self. Wake that part of yourself up too. I saw this quote from Mitchell Clark. I'll also tag him in the show notes uh, to give credit. And this quote is so good. Be the person who still tries after failure, after frustration, after disappointment, after exhaustion, after heartache. Be the person who musters up the courage to believe that a new attempt can manifest a new outcome. Be the person who still tries. Oh my gosh. I have chills. Do you have chills? Because I have chills from that quote. Okay, before we wrap this up, let's talk a little about things you can do daily to become more delusional because I know it's hard, okay? We have anxiety, we have pessimistic people around us, you know, we're human. Some of the biggest things that help me with my mindset is number one, not denying the bad times. I think we believe that in order to be more delusional, become a delusional optimist, it means to be a toxic positivity person. That is not the same. Toxic positivity is forcing positivity onto something. If you wake up and you're having a bad day, it's okay. If something bad just happened to you, you don't, wow, there's, sorry, loud stuff going on outside. If something bad happens to you, you don't have to pretend it didn't hurt. You don't have to pretend that it didn't suck. If it sucked, it sucked, okay? Accepting the bad emotions and feelings almost helps it go away faster. Now, obviously, depending on what it was depends on the time, but the point of being a human and living a human experience is to feel all these emotions, okay? You feel full love when you also feel other like anger and sadness. It is just part of it. That was one of the biggest things I learned in therapy is that I was actually hindering my happiness by numbing my sadness and my anger, by pretending they didn't exist and not letting it out. It was just bottling it up. And once it like came to the surface... Oh, it, it just came to the surface all at once. You know, it was like, it never went away. You think by denying your, you know, non-positive emotions that they go away. They don't. They just, your body just holds on to them until you finally let it out. But by letting it out and accepting that life isn't always perfect, it, it helps, okay? And then you can come to terms with the next step easier. You can move on to the next thing. You can become positive again when you're ready. You can feel better when you're ready. I will actually go ahead and put some resources in the show notes as well for anyone who is struggling right now and who is looking for resources. My heart goes out to you and I love you and do take care of yourself. So after accepting, you know, being human, the next thing I love are affirmations. And I used to think they were so cheesy, but I realized they can be such a big mood booster. One of my favorite YouTube videos I ever did was about Charlie Rocket. Now, I'm sharing this information because it's public. Charlie Rocket talked about how he had overcome a brain tumor and also at one point had weighed over 300 pounds and felt extremely, his exact words I'm looking on his LinkedIn page was he felt unhealthy, unhappy, and unfulfilled. At 29, he made the decision to reinvent his life in the pursuit of his childhood dream, it says, to become an athlete and share his story. So after deciding to reinvent his life, Charlie lost 135 pounds, ran three marathons, reversed the growth of his brain tumor, and became an Iron Man. Shortly after, he did a Dream Machine bike tour across America and was featured on Runner's World magazine while securing a partnership with Nike. Charlie decided to dedicate the rest of his life to making other people's dreams come true. He started a foundation, um, and him, him and his foundation recently left to tour across the country while giving away over a million dollars to those in need. 
I listened to a podcast he was on. He was actually on Impulsive, Logan Paul's podcast. He's been on there a few times. But on the first one, he talked about how he just decided to start having a really positive affirmation. And he believed, just like Elizabeth Gilbert talks about in Big Magic, that in order to find luck, you have to believe in luck. So he started telling himself, I'm the luckiest guy alive. Or this, I think that was one. I'm the luckiest guy on the, something something like that I could be getting it wrong but it was something of that sort and for example he said he would get his Starbucks coffee in the morning and he'd be like wow all of this happiness in a three dollar cup I'm the luckiest guy in the world he'd walk outside and the sun was shining well wow, I'm the luckiest guy in the world it's raining outside and he has to drive his car I have a car I'm the luckiest guy in the world and he said it taught him to start looking at all of the good things he did have in his life and it forced him to start just seeing gratitude wherever he went and start thinking of the good stuff in life. Because when you ask your brain to look for good, it's going to find good. And it may take some digging, but it's there. And the more grateful you are, the more gratitude you're going to bring into your life. If you walk into a job interview and you say, you know what, I'm not going to get this job. I suck. I'm not qualified. And you know, you've got your shoulder slumped and you're like rude to the guy because you're just feeling like you're not going to get it anyways. Of course, they're not going to give you the job. You could be in a bad mood walking down the street and there could be a billboard for your dream job. And you're so sad that you're like looking, walking around, looking at your feet, thinking nothing ever goes right for me. But if you just looked up, you would have seen the billboard for the job you want, but you miss it because you're so, we are in tunnel vision sometimes when we're so obsessed with the bad stuff in our life. So by using this affirmation, he was able to become more positive and attract more gratitude into his life. He was able to look up a little bit and see the billboards all around for more opportunity because the opportunity is out there there is enough success to go around we just have to notice it so the affirmation really could help you just start to notice more things in your life it kind of helps you break out of that tunnel vision so you could come up with any kind of affirmations from i'm the luckiest person in the world i love to honestly just go on pinterest type in affirmations and there are so many that pop up pick one that you like put it on a sticky note write it on your hand put it somewhere that you're going to see it consistently you could have multiple of them and say them whenever you can and it may seem fake at first but eventually you're going to realize it doesn't seem fake anymore and next is meditation. I, When I think of meditation, I do think of typical meditation. But for you, meditation could be anything. It pe- could be going on mental health slash hot girl walks. It could be going to the gym. It could be yoga. It could be taking a hot shower. It, you know, just basically finding a meditative state is what I mean. Meditation for me is just the act of calming my mind and being in the present moment and sort of taking control over my mind. It's hard to have a a positive mindset if you don't aren't even aware of what's going on when I started to meditate when someone recommended this to me I was in shock on how hard it was to meditate I would close my eyes and my whole head was just filled with negative thoughts and it made meditation worse and everyone said just stick with it you know just work on not being mad at the thoughts but just letting them go letting it go and move on to something else you know focus on your breath focus on counting use a guided meditation and focus on what they're saying and slowly I learned how to just recognize the difference between the negative thoughts that came out of nowhere and my true inner thoughts that were kind of hidden way down below and it did take some time to work through meditation but now I can really kind of understand the way my thoughts are okay I have an understanding a self-awareness of how negative my thoughts used to be 
But again, if you hate meditation, that's okay. There are tons of different things. You might even think of something that you know that you do already, that when you do it, it just really helps you just clear out those thoughts. Maybe it's dancing around your kitchen. Maybe it's cooking puts you in a you know meditative state because it does. Cooking does make you feel, you know, be in the present moment and focus on what you're doing. Whatever it is for you, do more of that. And I also want you to surround yourself with more uplifting people, music, movies, podcasts, etc. I am not someone who says you can never watch like a true crime podcast. I know there's some people that think like everything you surround yourself with is you. I, okay, I don't really necessarily believe that. I love a good true crime episode. Um, I love, I love some reality TV, okay? But I also know that there are times when I need something different. There are times when I need an uplifting podcast. There are some times when I need to put on some confidence boosting music because I don't really feel like it. For example, before I do this podcast, I'm not going to watch a true crime episode and then keeping up with the Kardashians. Instead, I'm going to put myself in the right mood that I want to be in and I'm going to blast some confidence music and dance around the I'm going to dance around and like journal a little bit about what being delusional means to me and get myself in the headspace that I need to be in. So whenever you feel like, okay, you want to work on your mindset a little bit more. Now, again, this does not go back to pretending you aren't sad. Take your bad days. Let yourself be human. Let yourself rest. But if you're like, okay, I really want to feel more confident for this job interview or something, help yourself get in that state. Listen, notice the people that you hang out with. Are they always making you feel bad about your goals or making you feel bad about yourself? Maybe hang out with someone else at least for a little while, and notice the difference. Just, you know, take a little pull with yourself. Listen to, to some confidence jams, have a playlist ready, anything like that. Surround yourself with things that just help you feel good when you want to feel good. When I was in such a bad headspace, I thought that everyone around me was just as toxic as me and just as negative. Now, there definitely were a lot of people that were, but once a lot of people that were good in my life started to separate from me and distance themselves from me, I had to one day look in the mirror and realize, oh, I am part of the problem. I have to do the work too. I have to put in the work to become my best self because I want to be able to show up for myself. I want to be delusional if that's what people want to call it. You know, to me, it's not even delusional anymore. But okay, I'm going on and going on and going on. I think I'm just really passionate about this topic and I I feel like I could feel it today with this episode. Before I go, I want to make a few updates that I think in the last episode, my first podcast episode, and maybe even in the intro, I might have said the episodes were going to be up on Tuesday. That was my original plan, but I have decided the episodes are going to go up on Mondays. So obviously listen whenever you want to listen, but I think they're going to go up on Mondays from here on out. Also, if you want to follow me anywhere, my Instagram and TikTok are both at lindsay.adkinson. They will always be linked in the show notes, but I love you so much. Thank you, as always, for taking time out of your day to listen. I hope this helped you in some way, shape, or form. Um, That is what I'm, that's a goal. (laughs) So I appreciate you so much, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.